Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wrestling people. I, I don't really know what time of the day you might be watching this. Maybe you might be watching it with us right now. Well, <laughs> it just wouldn't be right if I had an intro that was all over the place. Welcome, my name is the Nicholas Jason Lopez, and I am the proud owner and founder of ProWrestlingOpinion.com. Offering you the most exclusive segment-by-segment breakdown of various wrestling companies. We dabble in the mainstream, WWE, TNA, we've got them. We even go into the independence, West Coast Wrestling Connection, America's Most Like Wrestling Live, and the stuff that's in the middle, too. Um, as far as the site, if you check it out, ProWrestlingPinion.com, uh, we're a little bit behind current date. Uh, if you knew, WWE threw out about 19,000 pay-per-views in 2016, so we're still catching up. But stick with us. Um, we break it down exactly how most wrestling fans probably think. And uh, for those of you who are checking out the site, like what you see, uh, keep an eye out. As we do more than reviews, we'll be throwing up some interesting stuff in the coming months. I think you'll, you'll come to find. And uh, enough of me. I'm going to throw it to uh, my uh, bandmates here in this uh, little band we call the RSN Wrestling Podcast, where we spell wrestling. And uh, we got Big Guy Rich. What's up, guys? And then on the other side of the field, we have playing shortstop. I don't know why he's playing shortstop. He should be at he should be in uh, right field. His name well, is uh... Mastermind Sal. What's up, guys? How's it going? You probably threw my shortstop because the captain is usually the shortstop. So he is the captain. He is the mastermind. So well, we're all well, we're all captains in our own right. We're we're not like uh, well, since you guys are bringing up a ba- a baseball reference, let me bring up a basketball reference. It's not like Kobe Bryant hogging a ball. We're all on the court playing and we're passing the ball and doing something. No one's the ball out here. Everyone's we're all in one, one part. We're all doing this, you know, all together in one, uh, one, what should I say, group in one effort. Basically, deliver you guys, the fans, the best commentary, basically the best perspective, basically the best insight on well, the wrestling here's a, question, here's a question for you, though, Sal, since you just brought him up. Since you brought up Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. which leads into the topic of today's show. Isn't he considered a basketball legend? Yes, yes, indeed. And I mean, with legends, it's there would be different ways of describing legends. Is that right, uh, Nick? Yeah, um, I guess I, I started a fire uh, bringing up sports. Oh, gosh, what did I do? But yeah. How dare you? Yeah. I'll, I'll, Is RSN changing into a sports podcast now? No, we're going to stick as a wrestling podcast. Yeah, we we, yes, we are pro wrestling. I mean, he just referred to a sport yeah. besides wrestling. Oh, oh dear! Oh God! But oh wait, I... wait, 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 wait! You guys made another error too. Wrestling is not a sport. It's sports entertainment, as said by one beady-eyed, glasses-wearing dude or manager, should I say? Well, isn't he the first member of our Hall of Shame? Yes, yes, indeed. Does his name Ryan? Does his name Ryan with Devin Run? 
Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, actually, there's, there's actually his long-lost cousin, too. Yeah, it's about right. Devin runs. He, he runs away. He runs with Corny. Or his nickname is Corny. Oh, my God. I hope it doesn't rhyme with Corny. This, this conversation leading a different place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about Joey Ryan. We're talking about Jim Cornette, of course. Well, being the fact since we decided only on topic shows, we were going to induct someone. I have someone to throw in to the Hall of Shame, which everyone on the show can agree with this one. Can I get a drum roll? Got a drum roll right here. Who is it? The first member of the 2017 Hall of Shame is Cameron, former Funkadactyl. That could be true. She is being inducted because she is the only person to try to make a pin attempt on someone who is face down on the mat. Yep. If it was a Royal Rumble. And then she, she also probably. and then she also called out Asuka in NXT. So you deserve it. Oh my god, that's that's it. That's that just landed her into a permanent uh what should I say spot in the Hall of Shame right now. Would you preserve in that one wing? You know? If it was a building, there would be one section where it would be Cameron, and that would be cemented, basically permanently there for ages for, you know, kids, grand, grandparents, everything to see all that. It'd be like, that was a person that tried to call out Asuka. The same person that, could, that, that would be in a Royal Rumble and pin someone, thinking that they would win. Never said some of the women wrestlers are talented. Yep. Well, I mean, that brought, brings us to, of course, uh, we brought up, we have a little Hall of Shame. Many companies have, or many different, uh, what should I say, many different companies in the wrestling world have halls, halls of fame, hall of fames, where they go ahead and induct people and recognize them for their accomplishments and basically the contributions in the pro wrestling industry. But let me ask you guys this. Do you guys think that there's a difference between legends and Hall of Fame? Like Hall of Famers? Yeah. But specifically, what makes you say that uh, legends and Hall of Famers are, are two separate things? Or should they be in together? Because if you look in the WWE Hall of Fame, you go on the Wikipedia page for the whole list of Hall of Famers, there are some people there that you just look at the name like, why are you that? You're not a wrestling legend. I mean, well, well, here's one thing. Wikipedia, you know, anybody can go on there and edit whatever they want around there. For all, for all we know, they can, like, you know, put up some jobber as a, as a Hall of Famer if they wanted to. But, but is there another reason why? Like, what do you guys think? What else? Well, I think the terms are kind of interchangeable. Um, but in in another way, I, I guess you would kind of have to be a legend to be inducted into any kind of Hall of Fame. But I mean, when I when I I think the two are, are, are kind of separate in their own thing. Hall of Fame is just basically a uh, an accolade that recognizes um, you know uh, names that have been you know, uh, very contributive to the, to whatever category it is. Um, 
and it's not even just like their accomplishments it's it's them as a person a uh, legend is is um well when i talk about legends it, it's someone who could be recognized as a future hall of famer but someone who is also recognized for their accomplishments as well without having a hall of fame title like legend is is kind of like a hall of fame accomplishment without without the uh, accolade of being a hall of famer like like there's there's there are legends out there that, that haven't been in the hall of fame like like i guess you would think of wwe you know there there's people out there who who haven't been in there um i don't know if like chris stratus or, or lita or um you know anybody like that you know if they're not in the hall of fame that does that not make them still a legend Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I think what you're, what we basically can say is, I think we can all agree on this. We can all probably agree on this. Is that uh, when you talk, when you think about legends and Hall of Famers, one thing always ties is the two, legacy. Pretty much whatever they leave behind, whatever they've done, that follows them and that makes them recognized and put up on that pedestal. Like you brought the perfect example of Trish and Lita, what they've done in the WWE alone, have made them stars. But of course, they haven't been in any other companies where you know they tried to. I think before, I think Lita was, I think in Mexico, she said, and in ECW, you know, probably, yeah, in ECW also. But Trish, I don't think Trish was anywhere else, right? She was. She, uh, was, she, was, she was a fitness model before getting signed. Yeah, she was a fitness model, and then she went straight to wrestling. So, um, and that's another, and that's another, probably another area of debate too. So, what makes? So, before we go on to that, let me ask you guys this: What makes a legend? What characteristics? What traits? What what makes a person a legend, besides their accomplishments and all that stuff? Well, it it is their accomplishments. It's how yeah, far it's uh, their accolades. How that... far they yeah, how far they've been around, what they've set out to do. Um, do they break any quote unquote glass ceilings? Have they have they won titles that nobody has won before? Um, have they had long championship reigns you know thing things that um that things that stick out as accomplishments that are that are not oh hey, he's world champion you know it it's kind of like it's accomplishing something that that will actually like make you go you know wow that, that you know that, that's something i've never seen before it's a legend it's is you know i don't think of a legend as like an active like roster member I, I think like when it's all said and done, when like their careers wrapped up, that's usually when they get the legend title. Um, well, you have this. Uh, no, certain, I'm not counting. You have certain exceptions. You have certain exceptions also to that to active, because Taker is considered active. He's a legend. He's part time. He's yeah. still active though. Well, uh, well, how about this then? Um, so, for example, with the legends, uh, so you bet. So we we'll, we'll probably agree on this then. So. For example, if uh, simply holding the world title doesn't make you a legend, simply uh, headlining WrestleMania doesn't make you a legend. Simply going ahead and uh, you know a- appearing in front of a record crowd doesn't make you a legend, right? So, what could we say this? Like, for example, it's not like okay, we can have uh, you know if you track down all the world champions throughout the history and all the companies, you could say oh that uh, David Arquette is a Hall of Famer, right? Because He basically, you know, he he uh, he shamed the world title by winning it first. Two, they basically gave him the belt and said, "Oh, you know, you're a world champ," and you know, basically made a mockery of that. But what, that basically doesn't mean that he's a legend, right? I mean, in his own right, it might be because it was controversial. But 
In his mind, he's yeah. a legend, but he's not. Yeah. Well, well how about this? Uh, since we're talking straight about legends, what do you guys think of WWE's Celebrity Hall of Fame? I was never big on it. Neither. Yeah, I think same here. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's just frustrating. It's it's just yeah. I mean, well, here's one thing. Many, many people have many former managers, former like people backstage. They've all gone ahead and you know spoke out about this. They said you know legends should have no place in a wrestling hall of fame. It makes no sense, and I, I think that we can all agree on that for sure. It's just come on, like you know, certain, only certain celebrities I think deserve to be in. Like who? Uh, Mr. T. He actually fought at WrestleMania. He has been part of wrestling for more than just that one match. He was there for multiple events. Well, Pete uh, Rose has been involved in multiple WrestleMania events. Are you going to put him in there? No, not at all. So we could probably but, say that someone someone that has a significant effect, someone that has a he actually fought, time. though. That's the thing. Well, how about this, then, with Pete Rose? He took uh, on Kane. He just ended yeah, up on his back. On Kane. Exactly, exactly. He faced Kane, and they had that whole thing, and that's, like, always highlighted. Snoop Dogg is in the Hall of Fame. What did he do? Well, his relations to one certain uh, the boss. active women's wrestler. The boss? Possibly. Or, how, or, you know, I guess some people just like to highlight the fact that, oh, uh, when they had that whole thing with Santino Marella and Maria, you know, oh, he did something for that and whatever. Like, come on, that's not really a Hall of Fame accomplishment or achievement. Donald Trump made it presidential elect. Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame. And what did he do? He shaved. He he was in the Battle of the Billionaires where he he shaved, shaved Vince's uh, head. Vince's head, which will and, probably live in for me. Yeah, but and still. he also is the only president to receive a Stone Cold Stunner. That's legendary, right? But specifically, I mean, so we have a celebrity wing. That's one thing. Um. But what do you guys think about – how about, for example, let's go straight into wrestling. So, for example, many names can be classified as legends. But specifically, I mean, do you feel like they only have to be in WWE to become legends? For example, I mean, you could talk about a couple of wrestlers when they were – they wanted to sign up, let's say, what you call it, they're wrestling in whatever company they're, comp they're wrestling in. They would always have WWE whisper in their ear, hey. Come to us. We'll make you a legend. We'll make you a legend. We'll give you more money than any company. We'll give you money. And plus, plus, here's the best part. You'll become a legend. You'll be immortalized because, you know, we have the platform. Do you guys feel like you have to be in WWE to be a legend? No. No, but it, it, I think it increases your chances. But then you could also get shut down in WWE. Yeah. I mean, it feels like WWE, they kind of put this whole spotlight saying, okay, if you're if you haven't wrestled for our company, there's no way that you'll be a Hall of Famer. That's I think that's at one point that was their philosophy. But if you see over the time and who they inducted and everything, that's totally changed. Right? Basically. But I mean, uh, well, how about for example, let's throw out some names. What do you guys think about uh, for example, let's say Sting hasn't wrestled in WWE. Probably yeah, well, yes. well, yes, actually, yeah. Well, I watched that one up, yeah. But still, he, he, he wrestled. Sal, you're close to being inducted into the Hall of Shame. Very close, very, very close. But we'll see. That's I mean, I'll try, I'll try reading myself. Who that else? Strike, uh, that strike two. The first one was you. Strike two. You are uh, bringing 
ruined uh, Wrestle Kingdom for Nick. There's been plenty of times like that. You'll see. So, we'll try. It's fine. I already knew what happened. I haven't watched the match yet, though. Great yep. match, by the way. Well, well, let's say, for example, Wrestle Kingdom. You see all these different stars come out and everything. One time, Vader was there. You see why probably he's a legend right now there. What about uh, people like Hayabusa? I don't know if you guys remember Hayabusa. He's the one who passed away, right? Yeah, the one that passed away recently, I think. Yeah, I remember him. Or people like the great Muda, who hasn't been in WWE, well, as of this time. He hasn't been in the the Hall of Fame for WWE. We could be in that discussion. You should thumb in the Liger. Yeah, another another legendary Japanese legend. I mean, you could probably take out a whole list. I think there's a couple. There's a whole line of Japanese people. You know, Jap- you Japanese make, wrestlers. You could make a Hall of Fame just in Japanese-based wrestlers. Yep. What about uh, what about Mexican wrestling? For example, Lucha Libre. There's yeah, a whole bunch of names so. there. Yep. They got who else? I think what? Uh, well, we could probably talk. Uh, let's say, for example, Mil Mascaras, famous. Well known all around the world, Rey Mysterio. I think there was originally a Rey Mysterio, I believe, right? Yeah. Before Rey yeah. Mysterio Jr. So yep. Someone there. There's always uh, what like, else? Yeah, Guerrero Chavo Classic. Gory Guerrero, Chavo Classic. Exactly. There's so many names right there. Eddie Guerrero, the late and great Eddie Guerrero. Who I mean, there's whenever so you hear the name Eddie Guerrero, whatever. Pardon? There's so many people you can name that deserve to be in, but they'll never get recognized because they weren't WWE material. Yeah, that's true. But then there's some people that are making their own name without being on a WWE platform. I can name one who just had a six-star match. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people. I mean, you could probably throw up a whole bunch of names. Cody Rhodes. said himself, I want to be the legend to never go to WWE. As said by Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, indeed. What about, like, so right now, I mean, for example, there's a lot of indie stars. Right now, there's a whole bunch of indie stars that could be legends right now. They're right. Couldn't we? We could probably classify them, right? Big Mike. Right. Big Mike. Jasmine Big. Wolf. Yeah. Or Amazing Red. Yep. Nick, you want to throw so many names uh, out there? Um, it's hard to really think because I feel like everybody has had a stint in WWE at least at one point in their careers. Usually in the very, very beginning. Usually it was in the very, very beginning of their career as a jobber. Christopher Daniels was a jobber. Well, he was in WCW too. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Kazarian. He was a jobber on, what was it, Metal, I think. Mm -hmm. God, I even forgot that was a show. Mad Life. I think I remember that too. Yeah, yeah. That was throwback way, way back in the day. I mean, what about, uh, for example, for famous ones right now? Uh, what you call it? Danny Bryan, American Dragon. Known forever. Probably will be forever. Like, you know, a name like that, you can't forget. He's, you know, done everything just like that. For example, Styles had all kinds of success everywhere. And he's basically, you know, done more and more. In his first year alone, he had the best year. And basically, he's, you know, like scale from there. Who knows what he's gonna do, you know, later on, later on. But we'll also, you could also go AJ Styles starting WCW. 
He was on an episode of Thunder. And he jumped all around the world, too. Japan, uh, you know, CMLL, uh, what else? Uh, you know, AAA, everywhere. He's a living legend. Mm-hmm. Well, how about some recent names right now? You guys brought up Taker. What about John Cena? Would he be classified as a legend? Yeah, I would. I don't know. I can't see him. I would, though. I, I think he's immortalized a legend forever now. It's just... For what he represented in the company and uh, and managed to get through a few of the last eras, you know, and still maintain his character. And, and it's not even just like, oh, you can't wrestle. Like, you know, he's, he's had really good matches with the likes of AJ Styles, uh, Kevin CM Owens. Punk, uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, Nick said the name. Oh, God. I mean, that's the thing. I think this is longevity. That's what's helped, helped, kept him as a legend. Because if you look at throughout the time, most of the legends, for example, they either retire, like, for example, Bret Hart, who got a kick to the head, and that's it, end of his career. Or people like, uh, uh, let's see, what, De- De- Brian, who had a neck injury. You know, basically, that's it, one, two, three. Edge, but you guys like him. That edge, neck injury. Yep. There's so many people this... who are legends, but had to retire early. Yep. They're either forced to or they, you know, they end up leaving. But specifically, Edge was, what? Edge was what, 36 when he retired, I think? Yep. That's pretty young. I think he was fresh still in his career and on the high, biggest run for his life, I think. He was still, like, on the top tier. Doing he just what he could won do. the title. Just won the title. I think there was a lot more in the future for him had he kept going. But I guess, you know, what happens is when things like that happen, you have to look for the help. But, I mean, there's perfect examples of that. That's what happens when you do a lot of spears. It damages your neck. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we can all probably agree on this, that most, most of these wrestlers that are, you know, are performing all the time, they're always doing, they sacrifice their lives. One, uh, you know, their, their bodies. Two, their relationships and everything and all that stuff. Personally, what's going on with them. Like, uh, so let's say, for example, you know, you're a legend. You've done what you've done. You know, you got the admiration of the crowd and everything like that. What's next? Acting. But what if you're not an actor? What if you're, you know, you put on a stellar performance, but, you know, you're getting bookings for, you know, to, to go to, like, a little, like, a little uh, shop, you know? And get like a little autograph signing or whatever? Like a little autograph signing here and there, and you're not, you know, let's say uh, this is after life, after wrestling, you know, what's going to happen? As long as you don't end up like Virgil, that's all that matters. That's right. I think there's a lot worse things that you know that can happen. But I think one of the major things right now, of course, drugs. You know that always happens. Relationships fall out. Yeah. Scott Hall, you know, Jake's a snake. All these kind of people. But then to see them come back up, I think that makes them a, a legend too. You just go to DDP Yoga. Shout out to DDP. But then what about my skills? See, that's the thing. Some people are just born with the mic skills. Some people just don't have mic skills. <clears throat> Roman Reigns. But then some people develop as they go along. Aaron Corbin. Yep. I guess it's kind of like... I think doing really good on the mic. Yep. I mean, you can't have, like, for example, like, everybody, it can't be Andre the Giant. Where 
you have just this big guy, like larger than life character. And, you know, they don't even do nothing. They don't speak. They just go ahead and do everything in the ring. And their presence. He said, like, he said maybe at most 100 words in his whole career. Yeah. And he's a legend. Like, there's actually a brand, like, you know, a clothing brand that's, you know, with this picture on it. And, you know, they're making millions. Like, you know, that's, that's probably legacy right there, you could say, right there. That's a real legend. Mm-hmm. And, like, for what example, Macho Man. Macho, yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage. Look at him. Talker. Like, you know, it was crazy. He oh, had a personality. One of the best promo cutters I've ever seen in my life. And it's crazy. He was in character the whole time. That was the best part. Many, many wrestlers would just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to, you know, oh, oh, you know, I'm in public. That's all right. I'll turn it down. He was like that 110%, you know, like, you know, 24-7 straight. And what about, you know, you could probably say a whole bunch of other, you know, promo talkers too. The Rock. Famously known all the time. Stone Cold. Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hogan too. Hall and, Hall and Nash both cut amazing promos. Mm-hmm. But then that kind of brings a little bit of a thing too. So what about people that, um, let's say, with controversy? For example, Sonny. You know? Firstly, what you call it? Like, you know, first actual diva, if you will, in like wrestling. And, you know, after all these things have happened, you know, of course, drug addiction and, of course, you know, giving, like, people free calls, you know, whatever, or, you know, uh, you know, free Holding chat. Or yeah, it's, come on, like, you know, what would you guys say about that? It really resorted to her pointing her Hall of Fame ring and then making a porno. But do you guys feel like that 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 image or that title of legend can be stripped away from you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I guess they took Hogan out of the Hall of Fame. Depends on what you do. Um, like, I guess I'll bring up a name that um, uh, Chris Benoit. Would you consider him a legend now? That wrestling, is probably one of the most tricky. Wrestling ability-wise, yes. I'd honestly say, yeah, regardless, I don't care. He's, you know, if he's wrestling in a wrestling ability. hall of fame, he should. Wrestling, uh, wrestling-wise, he was amazing. Without a doubt, he is hands down one of the best technical wrestlers I've ever seen perform in a ring. But then, you know, some average joke could just say this. Oh, didn't he kill his wife and kid? Okay, but did you actually yeah. ever watch his matches? That would be my response. Yeah, but then I guess, you know, that kind of still brings that, you know, message. It's like, okay, you know, you have this guy who's, uh, you know, who... This stink, it was 10 years ago. Ten, that's, yeah, exactly, 10 years ago. That's that's surreal, you know, to think that, oh, my God, this is 10 years ago. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, well, how about, for example, uh, you know, recently, Abdullah the Butcher? Um, just want to throw this out there also. In about three, four months, it's going to be 20 years. Owen Hart has been dead. In a couple, yep. like two years or something, maybe twenty years. Yeah, and that's another controversy too. Martha Hart had his whole lawsuit, and it's still pending. I think it's still going. And I think well, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He is a legend. He is a legend for sure. I know people might throw heat at me for saying this, but I really don't give a shit. I think Owen was better than Brett because I actually watched his King of Hearts DVD. His matches are way better than Bret Hart's. 
I think but Rahab he, once said that. He learned a different, more high-flying style. My thing is, though, I mean, I might get a little heat for saying this, but, but um, I think a lot of the, the the positivity for Owen just happens to be just because of the unfortunate way he died. I don't know if people would be talking him up, talking him up as this big legend, you know, if it didn't happen to you, uh, you know, fall from the Raptors uh, on a on a main night. You know, um, I think he was building up a pretty good career for himself. But if you notice at the time, his gimmick was his gimmick was the blue blazer. I mean, I, I, surely he could have not been meant for a top card stardom. And I don't know at the time if he was going to be up there brawling with the likes of like The Rock, Undertaker, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho. I, I don't know if WWE had those lens to put him up there. And I think just because of the the nature and how he passed away just brings up all this Hall of Fame conversation about him. But I don't know. I, I don't think he was going to have that kind of set career. I think his, his better days were behind him. Yeah. But would you yeah. still call him a legend? I mean, I guess for the sport itself, um, maybe in, in like the 90s era. But I don't know if I, I really see him in a – and like a like oh this big legend you know I don't know if I see him in that light. Yeah, I mean that's I agree. Not, I guess but yeah. I mean Nick put up a good argument just no now. No disrespect to the Hart family, of course. Yeah, I mean it's all facts. I mean, yeah, because many put up a good argument just now, but I'm still gonna look at Owen as the better heart of the two, though. But that was a good argument, though, of yeah. legend status. But yes, I personally but, think he was a better wrestler. Yeah, I mean, well, well, that's a perfect point. Like, that's a very good point. I mean, that's true. I mean, many, I think many times we kind of look at it, when, whenever a tragedy tragedy occurs, that's when we start looking at the best of somebody. And that's you know not to you know not to bring down Hart, Hart Owen Hart, or the Hart family. Hart, you know, he was a legend in his own right. In performance, he was entertaining as hell when he performed and everything like that. But you know, at the same time, it's kind of like okay, whenever a tragedy occurs, whenever a tragedy occurs, that's when you know people start looking. Recently, for example, uh, China recently you know passed quite some time ago, and you know people look at that and they kind of say, oh, you know that that she was basically the first woman, da da da, this that. She competed on the Royal Rumble. She won the uh, Intercontinental Title, all that stuff, and then you know she ended up having that dark, you know, later on from there. Basically, the whole thing with Triple H, the fallout. That's when uh, that's uh, career started. Uh, down uh, yeah. And basically, you saw this whole kind of thing where she ended up doing porn and all that. And then everything else just, just everything just totally fell out. She ended up is having that like, drug addiction. I like the go to. When in doubt, go to porn. Well, what about Buff Bagwell? You look at him. Why is he not in the whole thing? He really. I think it's kind of like. He wasn't really like as oh my god star. Well, it's kind of like I think recently what WWE is doing is if you were in WCW, you're a legend. That's kind of like the image they're kind of posting because it's like uh, you have of course Goldberg, 173 and 0. Yeah, and he's you know had this whole record. He was built as a star, basically the opposite to Austin throughout the whole Monday Night War there, and single handedly helped. Uh, bring uh, WCW some of the ratings and contribute to that. And they're just saying, and of course, you know, people always talk shit saying, 
oh, he can't wrestle, oh, he's too stiff, all that. Bret Hart, for example, perfect person. He always goes at and there's many interviews where he said, this guy's too rough. They keep going at throwing shit at me. They just said, oh, pack your bags, you're done, get out of here. And then they basically give this guy all the praise. And then there are many people that say, this guy, he just talks and he doesn't do nothing. And basically, you know, he's in all, you know, they're, they're in talks and, you know, they're saying that he's going to be Hall of Famer because he's, you know, he, he was from WCW. That's pretty much all it is. So we could probably say Scott Steiner is a, is a Hall of Famer just because he was in WCW. Oh, his, his promos just deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I think it's to extent. I think many people, it's like, you know, you see them perform. And you say, okay, they're a Hall of Famer. When they talk, oh, they're not a Hall of Famer. Or they're not a legend, should I say. Like the, like his promos, for example. Legendary. Iron Sheik, another one. Legendary promos. Hell, right now, a legendary promos. He's not even in wrestling right now. He's not active. I break his He's back. I make him humble. Well, that's post-career starting. So, yep. But so let's, say, let's, let's talk about this then. What about CM Punk? Do you think he's a legend? I can't I, that because I'm biased. I have a call on him. Just based on his career accomplishments and how far he was able to stretch it out. Um, I think he undoubtedly made WWE popular. Um, again, with the, uh, with the casual audience. Um, I'm sure it didn't last too long, but you know, and his career has kind of been marred by the by the way he left the company, and his airing of grievances and independent platforms uh, probably didn't gain him any friends. But in in regards to what he did, and like as far as like the, I'm sure a lot of independent wrestlers look up to him as a legend because he went to WWE and pretty much did everything he could do there. Yeah, but would you agree with this? Some people say that, you know, he's a traitor because he ended up going to UFC, doing his thing, and then, you know, he basically kind of neglected the wrestling world. He basically stabbed all his, uh, you know, all his, uh, what should I say, his wrestling, any connection to wrestling out. I mean, of course, he has his personal experience, but at the same time, you know, you're being recognized, you're being put on this pedestal. But at the same time, this guy's not, like, accepting. He's not taking it. He's just kind of saying, you know what, I don't want any part of it. I kind of respecting. I kind of lost respect for Punk because he basically broke up his bromance with Colt Cabana because Colt was backstage at a episode of Raw. Yeah, like really, you're really gonna pull some petty shit like that? You're not gonna be, be friends with someone because they went to Raw instead of hang out with you at wherever the hell you were. Well, don't even. We only know one side of it. How, how do we know uh, Colt didn't have a conversation with Punk where he's like, "I totally stand with you, best friend." I mean, who who do these people think they are? And then I guess Punk would see and find out that oh, he, he's backstage laughing it up with everybody who he promised to stand against. Maybe that's the reason why Punk let him go. You know, there's only one side of the story that that's really being told, and um. You know, let's let's not jump to conclusions here. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, things can always change. Of course, you know, there's always, uh, you know, some kind of mishap in a relationship or something like that. There's always some kind of drama, something happens, and it's always like, you know, 
uh, like they say, never say never. Bruno Sammartino, for example, he had this whole thing with the WWE. He didn't like it at all. When they went attitude, he didn't like that whole deal. He said, you know what? I'm never going to be part of this company. I have no connection with this. I'd rather die alone not have anything to do with it. Did he say he wants to leave the whole thing? At some point, yeah, he said he wanted to leave. Or, or he said he, uh, if they ever brought it to him, he would never take it. He would never accept it. I think there were many times where they're trying to come up to him and say, oh, you know, we want to deduct you. And he would say, no, I don't want to be a part of this company because what you guys are doing isn't right. And I guess, you know, they, they kind of said, okay, you know, shrugged their head and said, oh, we'll find other people. And I mean, there's other people too. For example, let's say, um, you know, there's been people that have refused uh, induction and everything like that. There are people that just said, you know what, forget it. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the induction at all. I don't want to. And it's kind of like, all right, so, you know, that's all right. You're not the only option. There's other people too. There's millions of people that we could replace you with in the whole thing. Yep. Well, then what about this? So how about, why do you think it gives WWE, like, for example, why would WWE, um, not induct people sooner than other people. Besides the controversies, like for example, uh, legend in his own right, Macho Man Randy Savage, he had his whole uh, what should I say his his induction postpartum after his death. That's like the only time they would say, okay, he's a legend and recognize him for well, his accomplishments. Why well, would there's that a why. There's a reason why behind the story. Supposedly, don't know if it's true or not because people say it's true, people say it's not. Supposedly when Stephanie McMahon was 16, Macho Man slept with her. So Vince held that grudge against him forever. Yeah, so again, and you know, I guess he didn't want to be in the, um, he didn't want to be in the Hall of Fame either because I guess he had some beef for the company too, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of brings that up. So how about this then? What about you guys think? Do you think Mr. McMahon, billionaire at one point, now a millionaire, same guy that got uh, that was fighting the U.S. government, same guy that was fighting WWF, the company that was fighting over the trademark, the same guy that failed with the XFL, the same guy that uh, basically, you know, was in public doing all kinds of stupid shit, do you think that he'll ever be in the Hall of Fame? After he dies, yes. He'll induct, he'll induct himself into the Hall of Fame. But I think I think we can all agree that he's a legend for sure, right? Because he brought the uh, company up from nothing. Before yeah, he took funny. over, the company was going completely downhill. He yeah. brought it up. Yeah. And I mean, his yeah. wife is the one who brought it back downhill. Yeah. Running for office. Yeah. Well, I mean, would you guys say this then? Would he be a visionary for simply, you know, being in his time? WrestleMania, of course, he created it. Um, what about, of course, you know, making WWE the brand that it is today? But also, I mean, would you guys also say that, okay, this is the same guy that was accused of giving his, his athletes, quote-unquote, or his performers, encouraging them, hey, you should take steroids, you should take steroids. His entertainers. Yeah. And basically in this whole controversy, like you've been doing things that aren't theoretically right, but he still, you know, he still did it. He's also the same person that has doctors clearing people with concussions to still fight CM Punk. 
would that still make him a Hall of Fame, uh, you know, I say Hall of Fame induction, you know? It still would, but I think it goes without saying, when you have a lot of money, you could do a lot of stupid things and pretty much erase it when you could buy out everybody's thoughts. He bought WCW. He bought a rival. He was in talks of buying TNA. Guarantee you, if he has the chance, he'll buy Ring of Honor. He'll buy New Japan if he really wanted to. When you have the money, to, when you have the money to do it, you'll buy all the competition. So it's just you. Well, I think it's basically because I think he's a legend one because of his character. That's one thing. But also because you know he's been doing things in the wrestling business that other people haven't. When, for example, Stone Cold Steve Austin, that whole character was brought up. That was his child right there. That was his brain right there. That was him putting that out there saying, okay, let's try this and see how this works. That was all him from the get-go. And it worked. I mean, we, could, we, could probably give, we can probably give him the credit and give him the title legend because he created Stone Cold Steve Austin in all fairness, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, other people, you know, other people kind of planted the seeds for Stone Cold Steve Austin. One, you know, of course, he got, uh, you know, he got fired by WCW. Uh, he went to ECW, cut those big promos, developed oh, all. Those are amazing. Yeah. Basically shooting on them. Those are hilarious. And then eventually coming to WWE, you know, having that rise, and then Vince kind of putting all the, the – basically all the pads on him, saying, okay, you lead us forward. You know, that's – I mean, that he, that clearly makes him a legend, no problem. You know, that's, that's something that we could say probably, you know, for sure. That's someone that makes, you know, that a legend basically because he's been doing something, you know. Uh, but do you guys ever think that managers should be in, in like you know managers should be legends too? Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. So I feel like people like uh, Paul Bearer and Paul, Bearer, uh, Paul Heyman, Jimmy Hart, go Bobby Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon was a manager at one point. Yeah, there's so many people that you could throw. Guys, so forgive, me, first, guys I mean, speaking... forgive me for saying this name because he was a manager of legend. Jim Cornette was a great manager in the 90s. Forgive me for saying that name. That's true. I mean, he, he well, honestly, I gotta say, he is probably, a, you know, probably one of the like legendary managers because, of course, Rock and Roll Express, he managed them and, you know, that was something there. But, how about this? Do you guys ever think that you know he'll ever be recognized for his accomplishments? I mean, right now he's kind of like a meme. He's kind of like uh, he's kind of trolling everybody with his whole you know kind of thing and his outbursts and everything like that. But do you ever think that he'll actually be you know uh, you know ever recognized for his accomplishments, or do you think he's just gonna end up dying like a you know stubborn old man just you know looking living in the past? Never say never. Yeah, that's true. Never say never. Right, came back to WWE. Never say never. Macho Man is inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, what about uh, Warrior? Yeah. Warrior 2, for example, yeah. But then what about like people like uh, Superstar Billy Graham, who's always saying, oh, I'm not part of this. This, uh, you know, I'm not part. I'm not, I don't want to be recognized by WWE for my accomplishments. And then he takes it out and puts it back in, takes it out, put it back in. What do you think? In regard, you know, his old Hall of Fame status and everything like that. Well, 
I think his name will definitely be up there. I don't know if they'll ever recognize it. Again, it, it, again I think I noticed a trait with uh, all the names that we're mentioning. It's uh, it's what you do and uh, some of the things that maybe they're not so too proud of. Yourself. You know, WWE tends to have uh, uh, ha- has a tendency to really kind of ignore people and, and shut them out and pretend they don't exist if they don't agree with what they're doing outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you feel like WWE should stop doing that and instead just focus on... I mean, yeah, we, we could say, oh, we wish they'll stop doing it, but let's face it, they're not going to stop doing it. That's what they do. If they're, yep. a public, they're, a public, uh, they're a publicly imaged company with uh, making millions of dollars, and I guess they would think they have a reputation to uphold, so... Anybody who who steers clear of their message of what they want to be or what they represent as a company, you bet you bet you they're gonna they're gonna pretend you don't exist if they don't agree with what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think we're wrapping it up. We should probably talk about how about this? Try to find some kind of way of tying this in. Because at the end of every podcast or every topic podcast, we kind of have this kind of piece where we talk out some names. If you were to, let's say this. If you could take out, no, we already probably did that. What do you feel about What do you feel about people that, you know, what, what makes a person, like, for example, what would make someone bypass all those traits and just call them a legend right there? Do you feel like there's a certain path that someone should take in order to get them to be a legend? Or do you feel like they can just, they'll just do it by themselves? They'll do it by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Because I know we talked about, of course, you know, you don't need to be in WWE to be a legend. You can pretty much just go ahead and, you know, you do pretty much your own thing and you'll be a legend in your own right. But do you feel like there's certain things that you can do to just automatically say that you're not a legend? For example, if you have that last name of, you know, of a previous legend, Flair, for example, just because your name is Flair, does that mean that you're a legend? You know? Or let's say a passing, for example, uh, Owen Hart, they have kids. You know, all that. What if they went ahead and, you know, they, they went into the WWE or, you know, Chris Benoit went into there. You know, would they still be a legend? Or do you feel like that's kind of disqualifying them from, from being able to be a legend? Your name doesn't make you a legend. It's what you do. Are you going to say Snook you... is a legend? Are you going to say Tamina Snook is a legend? Are you going to say well, well, uh, David Hart Smith, um, D.H. Smith is a legend? Well, what about, uh, for example, like David Benoit? He wants to go into WWE Young Star, who has this last name. That's kind of getting WWE say, no, well, don't watch. He uh, did have a WWE tryout, and they say that he was too stiff, so they won't sign him. I think it's but, behind the name, though, why they didn't sign him. But, like, for example, let's say Eddie Guerrero's daughter. They gave her every opportunity to say, hey, come on, come on, let's do this. We'll give you the tools right now. You can do it. Uh, what's her name? Shal Guerrero or something? Yeah, Shal Guerrero. And they brought her in. They said, oh, let's put you in a developmental system and do all that. No problem. You know, you'll be able to do it. You're a legend. No problem. And then you have, of course, other people that are tied to, like, you know, the the, the NOI family, Rock's family. 
If you have that oh, last name, or if you're all Samoan. All 800 friggin' members of the Samoan family. Yeah. Cousins, third cousins, four cousins, fifth cousins. Married into the family. Yeah. Oh, you're a wrestling family. No problem. We'll get you in. Do you feel like those things are disqualifying you from actually becoming a legend? Like, for example, without being... Because uh, one thing I know, of course, action. Action pretty much defines everything. If you're doing something, that's going to label you a legend. If you don't do anything, you're not going to be a legend. So... But what if you're disqualified from those things? Like, for example, they won't give you the chance. They won't let you act, you know? Or they have certain things that are stopping you from acting. Do you still feel like you can still be a legend? Like you said, perfect example. Just say you, you're you dating one of the hearts. Yeah. Oh, this person's dating a heart. That means they must wrestle. And if they were to wrestle, maybe they could become successful. For example, David Flair. He competed on WCW television. He was on WWE tel- television for a little bit, but they don't have him, you know, as a, you know, as a, a, you know, red legend or anything like that. You know, he was trying to train for it, but things didn't occur. Of course, you know, Tommy Death, all that happened. But then what about people that, of course, if they have the name and, you know, they, they don't get the recognition. For example, like D.H. Smith. Who basically, you know, they brought him in, they gave him a chance, but for some reason it didn't click with him. But what do you guys say about that? To be honest, just because you have the name or you're married to one or you're dating, whatever, doesn't make you talented. It's something you have to be born with. That's right. So wrapping up. What do you guys think about this? Wrestling legend or sports entertainer? Or sports entertaining legend, should I say? Or performing? Legend. Wrestling legend? Wrestling. Hold on, also sports entertainer legend. So regardless of being a manager or, like, for example, of not even being in the ring once, you'll still be a wrestling legend. Well, manager is a different story because you're not talented enough to actually be in the ring. Because you could become a manager legend just by people you manage. Yep. Like Jimmy Hart. Look who. Look at his list of managed wrestlers he managed. Amazing. Yep. Bobby the Brain Heaton. He had the Heenan family. Yeah. But then what about like valets, for example? Valets, all they pretty much do, like back in the day, all they did was just uh, accompany the person. They were eye candy and they interfered in the match. And damsels in distress. Sonny. Perfect example. What did she really do? She sat there. Interfere in the match mm-hmm. and looks pretty. Yeah. So I think in conclusion, we can all say that a legend is basically your legacy, your actions, your impact on basically everybody, what's going on, everything like that, and basically what you bring to the table, basically what's going to happen. You could be big, you could be small, you could be, you know, basically, uh, you know, you have all the talent in the world, but that necessarily doesn't mean that you're a legend. Well, it means putting. This is the Legends. This is the RSN Podcast. We have a we basically 2017 coming for you guys. Yep. Of course, we also got to have. Yep. 
And like we said, we're knocking, we're kicking down the fucking doors. We're not just knocking, we're kicking down the fucking doors. So, also, guys, check out the best wrestling website for segment by segment coverage of WWE, NXT, TNA, ROH, New Japan, America's Most Like Wrestling, West Coast Wrestling Connection. Oh, wait. Sal, we have the guy with us, right? Who runs the site? I think we do. The, we have well, the, the that, night that runs the site. Yes, the night that runs the site now. Yeah. It's Nick. Nicholas Jason Lopez. The Nick Lopez. There's many of them out there, but he's the only guy who runs PWO. The night that runs the site. But Nick, what's next up for PWO? Well, uh, as of press time, I'm going to be watching the November 10th edition of Impact Wrestling, which means we're right around the corner from NXT TakeOver Toronto and Survivor Series with the Final Battle, TLC, and uh, Roadblock not too far away from our uh, peripheral vision. So keep an eye out for those reviews that you oh so desperately crave. Since you brought up Final Battle... Since he brought up Final Battle, Cody Rhodes, a legend for 2016, only person to be on WrestleMania, Final Battle, Bound for Glory, Battle of Los Angeles, and Wrestle Kingdom all within one year of each other. He did five big pay-per-views. Also, I mean, there's one thing also. Speaking of 2016, you're you're bringing up 2016. We're going to have our full year in review. The Slamalamis, as Nick once said. Basically, it's a war show where we just talk about, you know, our categories. Better than the Slammies. We actually did it. Two, this is our second year doing it. Yep. Our second year, technically. Yeah. So, it's our tech- second year. We're basically talking about uh, all the things that happen in the wrestling world. Best match, best diva, best, oh, well, sorry, woman wrestler, best superstar, best uh, breakout star, NXT Rivalry. star. Rivalry. everything. So pretty much all the categories out there. It's going to be a full open house. We're going to talk about everything that's happened in the whole past year. Uh, we're waiting probably, I'd say, what do you guys think? Probably by next, probably by the end of the month, right? Probably by the end of January. We should have it. End of January, we'll probably have that. So like WWE, we're well, not it's skipping all, It's not a, it's mainly when Nick is somewhat towards the end of the year. Yeah, but I mean, nonetheless, probably, I, I give it probably about, i say the end of January, we'll probably see from there. But, the latest, beginning of February, probably. The latest. Yep. yep. But nonetheless, this is the RSN Wrestling Podcast. Be sure to follow us on, uh, on, on, Insta- on uh, I'm sorry, Twitter, on our Twitter page. Uh, it's at RSN Podcast, I believe, right? Yes, at RSN Podcast. Yes, for all the top, uh, basically all the news, basically, was it? Before after- it hits mainstream. Yep. And also you get to see basically what's going to happen before it hits the main waves and everything like that. Be sure to check that out. Also, PWO, be sure to like something. As you said, this is when all the big rumors start flying. Yep. WrestleMania season Royal Rumble. Yep. Also, speaking of Royal Rumble, we're going to have a whole Royal Rumble review where we just talk about what's going on with, uh, rest, with you know, leading up to WrestleMania season. The preview, we have, also the we're reaction. Actually, we're doing a preview, right? We're doing a preview yeah. review? Yeah, preview reaction, yeah. We just call it the preview review. Preview review. I like that. Yeah, it. I'm going to start there. Yeah. So I guess preview review, and then pretty much we're just going to basically follow, you know, follow up with all that. Again, 
We'll be right here watching it. Keep on with us, you know. Unlike certain companies, we will not go out of business. Yep. We're still here. We're still strong. And we're going to keep going. Like I said, we speak, we spell wrestling. We follow wrestling. We love wrestling. Remember, we say this every show. We do this not for the money. We do this for the love of the sports industry of wrestling. We do it for you guys. Indeed. We do it for us. We do it for the fans. We're not sitting here collecting money off every viewer that we get. We're not charging $5 for every fucking person that watches our show. We do it for you guys out of our time putting this show together for you guys. Come up with topics. We do it for you guys. And for the passion of the wrestling industry, just like you guys probably got. But nonetheless, this is a mastermind signing out. We got the big guy. See you guys. And also the night. The night that, that runs, runs the site. The Nick Lopez. Peace out, everybody. And check out PWOProSingOpinion.com. This is another hashtag cheap plug on all you bitches. Hashtag <laughs> that shit, motherfucker. Holy shit. That was the best shit ever. We'll see you guys out.